one billion years in the future, Earth still exists, though maybe not as we imagine it. Eras upon bygone eras worth of technology have been left behind by eight previous and fallen civilizations. It is now up to the denizens of the Ninth World to piece together what was left behind. Perhaps they're looking to carve out their place in the world, or simply to survive a land riddled with weird and unearthly dangers. Or perhaps still, they just wish to learn and uncover the secrets of the Numenera. Whatever it is this new era of adventurers and heroes is looking to discover, they'll have to dig through the imprinted echoes of the past to find it. Hello, and welcome to Imprinted Echoes, a family-friendly Numenera actual play podcast. I'm Zan, and I'll be your GM. Thank you for tuning in during these increasingly strange and stressful times. It's our hope that by listening to us have adventures in the far-flung future for a few hours or so, you'll be able to escape to another place with far less real problems to face. Thank you for listening. In this episode, the group continues to watch the outsider who is looking for Jory and grows increasingly more suspicious about her methods and motives. Lies are told, offers are accepted, and friends are protected. Join us as Nehemiah, Smallrin, and Jory seek to listen to the imprinted echoes that surround them. Nehemiah, anything else you want to do as, as you're sitting there, Fahura brings out a plate of pancakes um, with like a sweet kind of, not quite syrup, but like honey, almost something akin to honey drizzled on top of them. They're flat, something between a pancake and a crepe, and they have a... Mm -hmm. A light green color to them. Huh. That looks pretty good. Bang. Well, I hope you enjoy it. It's nothing creamy. And so she <laughs> hands a plate to you and then takes a pl two plates over to uh, the two in the corner and comes back to you. Hmm. The longer they stay here, the longer I'm getting uncomfortable. The longer they stay here, the more they don't know you know who is you know where. Right. <laughs> thing. I will quickly and obnoxiously eat <laughs> okay. my food. So making a big show of it? Not a huge show, but like I uh, making a show of me being like oh, the vocal okay. tough. Okay. Chewing with his mouth open. Exactly. Elbows like all the way out there. Chin like I got big old chicken wings plate, going. Shoveling. It is very good. But having done that, I pass my uh, everything back over to Fahura and I will you know, toss whatever shins I need to on the counter and take my leave, and I'm going to go and find Dio. Fahura nods at you, takes your plate, a couple shins, mm -hmm. and yep. you make your way out. It takes you a little while to find Dio. You first stop at the kind of bunkhouse that he had pulled up in, the same one that Jory actually had been living in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. They were roommates. And he's not there, but you go around the settlement a bit and eventually find him leaning against a building kind of near where there had been some small grain crops that some of the other people had been mm -hmm. tending to, and he's talking to Iona. Iona, remind me exactly what Iona's position is. She's kind of like an organizer, city planner, maybe. She was the leader of the slaves that came before you guys, the one who right. you guys cleared the bounty on. She's standing there, long, the pipe that she has, kind of like holding in her hand, Dio gesturing wildly to her, and she's just listening. Mm -hmm. 
intently. Okay. And I will wave, you know, big hello. Dio, Iona, how y'all doing well, today? Well, hey there, Nehemiah. How's it going? <laughs> it's been a second since I've seen you. Done any more exploring down that tunnel? Oh, yeah. No, we actually just got back from up there. We got, uh, we found some really interesting, and as I'm getting closer, I'm just kind of like lowering my voice. It's like, we did actually find some really cool stuff down there. I definitely want to tell you about that, but we do have a problem at present that does need to be dealt with. Well, there is uh, an outsider here in the uh, in the city, and they're looking for jewelry. At, the, at this point, Iona's eyes narrow. They're looking for jewelry. Any reason as to why? Getting the inclination that it's some kind of bounty. Not exactly sure what that situation is about, uh, but I don't care. We Absolutely. protect our own here. What I have told uh, this individual, uh, Senta, is that Jory showed up. She was here for a few days, and then she took off west. Where is she now? Stashed away. You know, not Very west. Well. <laughs> Fair. Meh. Yeah, we we got her stashed away. She should be fine. Not a whole lot of people soldier out alone, seems like. I you mean, know, I get the feeling that the three of us that showed up here are kind of weird in that respect. Uh, and I have a feeling that, uh, actually, I know for a fact that uh, she's in contact with somebody else. I don't know what degree of contact they're in or how often they're checking in, but she's got a communicator on her, and she's checking in. Interesting. Well, if you need help planning anything, let me know. I have a mind for putting pieces together. In the meantime... I'll help spread the word. There are plenty of people that have talked to Jory recently, and it would probably be good to make sure that they're aware of the situation. Word will travel quickly once I get it going. Good, good. We've got her. We've got her locked down for right now. She's uh, she's in the last tree for the moment. We don't know how long we'll be able to keep her there, but just keep an eye out. Um, She's not going to be hard to spot. She's very, uh, I kind of get the creeps looking at her a little bit. Just a bad vibe. Very well. Dio, if you don't mind, I'm going to keep some extra patrols going tonight. Might be a good idea if you do too. Just keep an eye out for any other strangers uh, showing up here. Absolutely. Might, uh, might not be a bad idea to let Adriel and maybe even Brex know, though, that I don't know that they'll even say anything, let alone recognize that we're talking to it, but Adriel, at least, uh, is a good eye for things. Uh, right. I'll see if I can find her yeah. and let her know, and you let me know, and I'll be ready to patrol. I'll gather up a couple of the other hunters, see if we can't uh, make a make a right small group of yeah. us to keep an eye. Where Where's this Cynthia staying? Is she staying here or is she leaving? No, uh, she. I, I, I put her in the storage house outside of town. I told her it was a guest house. It's, I don't think she bought it, but I mean, look, that's just where we store the people that we don't know yet. <laughs> so right, it's kind of right, true. All right. It's where we put things we don't have much oh, use boy. for. And Lord's above, help me. I don't have much use for this person that's trying to take away my friend. Dio nods. And chuckles a little bit at the idea of keeping things that aren't needed at the moment. Right. So uh, you let me know when you need me. Otherwise, I'm going to I'm going to rustle up a couple other guards, if you will. Sounds good. 
so he walks on his way, opposite way that Iona went. At this point, having eaten her fill of strange green flat things, <laughs> Sentha takes a last bite, sets her fork down, and says, Well, thank you for the conversation, but I think it's about time for me to retire to the room that Nehemiah showed me. Edos called it a visitor's tenement. I think it's a storage closet. That sounds about right. To be fair, the place I'm staying isn't much better. There's not a lot of real comfort around here. Interesting. Well, it is on the north side of town, and seems to be in a building that's at least serviceable for right now. First floor room. Go ahead and roll me intellect. I'll let espionage count. This is going to be a level five. Cool. Um, I'm going to spend for a point of effort. Cool. Success with a 19. Mm, minor effect. Nice. Minor effect. Okay. She, at this point, she is talking about that, and you realize she is explaining where she is staying in greater detail than you would expect. Mm. Like, you know this place. You wouldn't necessarily need an exact location and description and what floor the room she's staying on is, and she is giving a lot of detail to just a, what would normally be a very mundane conversation. Anything that you have in mind for the minor effect in terms of what that might be. You're picking up information about what she's saying currently. Do I get the impression that she might be talking through that thing on her belt? Like that there is someone on the other side? I'll give you this. As she's doing that, you also notice the disc on her temple. Mm. And you also recognize this as some sort of communication device. As she's talking about this, you glance and are able to get a longer look at this disc, almost mirror-like thing on her belt. And for a split second, what you're able to see is kind of like a landscape, but then it kind of like shifts into maybe, it looks like the inside of a room, and then ever so briefly you see a face, and then it's gone. Okay. And it just looks like maybe the inside of another room. Okay. Not this room, but a room. And that's without, again, staring at it much longer and, and drawing attention to the fact that you're looking at it, right. that's what you're able to gather okay. with the minor effect. Well, if you need anything, I am staying just over there. And uh, Smallrin points out the publicly acknowledged room that she <laughs> occupies. <laughs> not one of the, like, four blinds? No, and, absolutely and sta not. stashed areas that she has on the buildings in the in the Absolutely village. not. So if there's anything I can do to help make you more comfortable or any more information you need gathering, whether it's introductions or just an extra eye, please let me know. Of course. Thank you for the help. And please do let me know if you change your mind about joining me on this adventure. I will. Make sure to let me know before you head out. I will. Until tomorrow. Until tomorrow. I've been asked to leave. 
in the morning. So I'll let you know when I do. And she walks out of the first tree. Does not attempt to leave any money behind for the food. <laughs> and makes her way back to, you assume, the room. She at least goes in that direction from the front door. I'd like to leave some shins on the table and just follow her. Sure. Sneaky following or or just kind of like, we happen to be going in the same general direction following? I think I want to do... a. Yeah, I think more we happen to be going in the same general direction. I give a little bit of lead and then I walk out with... I pull my mentor's book out of my bag and look as though I'm consulting it and just kind of wandering. Okay. She does go back to her room. Nehemiah had kind of vaguely mentioned. Do you wait around? Um... I think I would like to uh, take the time to establish a blind on the top of her building. <laughs> okay. I, ooh. What do I want this to be? Um, this will take you a while. Because mm -hmm. to establish the four of them, it took you, like, the better part of a day. Mm-hmm for the others. So this isn't going to be a short situation. And because there is only two stories to this building, you will risk her hearing you. Gotcha. Oh, it's okay. If it's only two stories tall, then I'm not going to bother. I thought that it had a okay. better vantage. What is there anything nearby that's taller? There isn't a whole lot in the village that is tall than two stories. There's a couple three-story buildings. There's one in the general vicinity, you have a pretty decent look at the building she's in. All right. Um, then I'd actually like to go into that one and go up to the roof and just not so much actually establish a blind, but just like sit sit at the edge of the building, quote unquote, reading with an eye to an eye on the building she's in. Okay. Cool. Smaller, you set up on a rooftop nearby the building that Sentha goes into. The sun is beginning to set at this point. Gone a long day. Is anyone... Is anyone going to sleep? <laughs> Out of all of us? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, I have become an expert at crosses and spheres <laughs> to the point that I've invented a new style of this game which is called crosses, spheres and tetrahedrons I'm totally marketing this as soon as I can get to a place that prints things because uh, I think it's fun and I fall asleep on my notebook okay. just in the space between no, the I'm, I'm, ceiling and I'm the elevator <laughs> I'm still in the, in the elevator, elevator because I, okay, I'm waiting cool. if, if I get warned via via my lovely yes. friend then I'm going to pop up on top but if I don't have to I'm not going to so there's more space down here okay okay Smallrin? um Smallrin's basically just watching to see whether uh Sentha ever comes out um I I would like like in the 
course of my kind of watching the building, I do do I do some light reading on a rooftop, uh, but I also do want to establish whether there are any entrances and exits other than the main one from that building. There looks to be a main entrance, kind of the one she went into, and a back door as well. Cool. Am I able to see both of them from any one position? No. Cool. Where you are currently allows you to see the front door. I think that once I realize that I there's no way I'd be able to keep an eye on her, like make sure she doesn't leave the building, I'm just going to basically roam the settlement um, as quietly and stealthily as possible, but, you know, keep an eye out, see if I see her doing something similar, and also kind of take the chance if I meet up with Nehemiah to swap notes, make sure we're on the same page. Okay. Anything you're I doing specific, Nehemiah? Stay awake fairly late. Um, like I said, I'm going to be keeping patrols going around um, the uh, guest tenement uh-huh, uh-huh. a little bit higher than normal, and I will keep myself circling around there. As in my movement around, I will make contact with Dio and the rest of the hunters, and once I am satisfied that things are going to be all right, I'm going to probably go to bed for at least like three or four hours, maybe get like a tight five or six in if I'm feeling confident. <laughs> But I'm going to get up relatively early as well to, you know, start again. Sure. So Jory falls asleep. Nehemiah touches base with Dio. There seemed to be, uh, at least with including Dio, he says he was able to grab three other people, mm-hmm. three other hunters, and they were patrolling the, the area, the outside walls as well as kind of like the inside of settlement buildings. Smallren, you kind of start wandering town you do see this kind of heightened guard you assume that one of the people ended up setting this up whoever it was it does seem that word has spread that something is up at the moment whether or not you know if anyone has the details of what's going on you're welcome to stop someone and ask if you'd like but otherwise you do get the general sense that people are on high alert um the only person that i would stop if i saw them would be nehemiah everyone else i'm going to kind of try and minimize how much contact i have Okay. Uh, do the two of you want a moment together? Because I can totally say that you guys yeah, cross paths. Yeah, I think that yeah. would be mm-hmm. helpful. Absolutely. Makes sense. You find each other after Smallrin kind of comes down from the building <laughs> and after Nehemiah makes his rounds and checks with everyone. As I get close, it's like, you actually know her? Oh, yes. Really? We called her the Eye. Ain't that a small... Oh, that's unsettling. I don't like that at all. Well, it's better than it could be. There are other people that were called much less pleasant things and did much more violent things. Like what? The bloody stump? No, not quite that descriptive. But uh, the blade, the fang, things like that. Ugh. The one you definitely right. don't want is the ghost. Yeah, no, I... You know what? I'm also good without the blade and the fang either. <laughs> All right. How um how uh, borked is this? Well, I think that she's convinced that Jory left, but it's a little difficult. She's trying to get me to go with her and take part of the bounty, and I'm mm. giving my excuses, but I can't tell whether she believes me or if she thinks there's something up. Fair enough. 
Yeah. Um. Yeah, that sounds real tough. Yeah, I guess let her know that there's you know you're you're on a job for a higher power and uh, not much else you can do about it until the thing's done. I've done my best. I believe you. Also, she should be leaving in the morning, but we will have to be careful and see if she leaves anything behind that might help her see what's going on. There's a worrying number of surveillance items on her person. Yeah, I picked up on that, too. She's got one of them uh, brain-talky things. And there's something on her belt that seems to be some sort of seeing item? I can't quite tell. It looks like a mirror that shows somewhere else. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't like that a rip. Right. Well, I've got uh, Dio and the rest of the hunters uh, keeping a closer eye out tonight. First light, I'm going to actually roll out of town and try and take some food to Jor. I wait until we know she's gone. The thing about Sentha well. is that she... She's not dangerous because of what she could do to a person. She's dangerous because of what she knows about a person and what she can find out. All she's right. she's well, the information gatherer. The less information you offer her, the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. Maybe I'll, uh... Maybe I can disguise it as, like, taking Jory out on a mission. I mean, we know where we where we sent Jory, maybe, like, Dio and I can go and do further exploration of the tunnels, something, something, lies. Not a bad idea. No, not bad. But still, I wait until she's gone. I'll wait, I'll wait. All right. I don't like it, but I'll wait. And Smallrin slips into the shadows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you keep doing that. <laughs> Her voice comes from behind you. What else would I do? Oh! Gracious. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, Nehemiah heads off to bed. All right. And Smaller, you just kind of keep... I, I, continue, I continue stalking the night. <laughs> Are you the night? I am the night. <laughs> I'm Batman. Yes. Oh, <laughs> Smaller, I am going to have you make a... A might roll. Okay. We'll say a level two. You're staying up all night and fully dedicating your attention to looking around and, and moving around and not necessarily like resting or doing anything. So this is going to be essentially a a fatigue check. Okay. Cool. Uh, can I use espionage? I'm going to say no. Cool. Had to try. I am going to spend for a point of effort. That's fine. Yay, 19 minor effects. Jeez, it is Wow. Okay. Okay. That is that is literally well. 1 2 <laughs> 3 4 4 19s that have been rolled this session alone, two of them by you. We're just that cool. <laughs> yeah, we are. We are not that cool. I'm going to be taking a beating. I was going to say, the luck's going to run out right when we need it most. This you is, know. I just rolled a 19 with a minor effect just so I could stay up all night. <laughs> I basically took like true. four Red Bulls 
just so I could stay yeah. up on it. Yeah, I'll ba- I'll basically say that you you stopped by at the first tree and you grabbed uh, a concoction that Fahura calls creature. <laughs> Yay. I like Excellent. it. I'm Good. here for it. Yeah. She calls it creature and it it, it basically is a caffeinated energy drink like it not carbonated but fruity and keeps you wired awesome this isn't gonna also i'm pretty sure (laughs) also i'm pretty sure that in the same way that on another path zavir constantly has the magic eyes that Mm -hmm. that it's that's going to become the can i use espionage (laughs) yes (laughs) i would like to roll an intelligence check no, I literally will always ask if I can use espionage because it's so far reaching. It is. And there's part of me that regrets letting you use that. So comprehensive. Character creation. <laughs> All right. So you go and you get creature, this drink, down it, and you are wired for the night. You are good to go by the time morning hits. I can see the sound. <laughs> <laughs> The sun starts to peek over the top, and it does not look like Sentha has left that building at all over the course of the night. Based on the reports you get back from Dio and the hunters and your own observations, it seems that she stayed in that building for the night. Hmm. That makes me feel worse. If she didn't even try to leave the building, then there's something else that we don't know, and that's worrying. What does everyone do in the morning? I rejoin the patrols. Okay. Um, I'll take a look around. Obviously, she's not in there, so or she's still in there, so I'm going to do maybe a little wider cut around the settlement just to see if there's anything else that um, we weren't seeing or... Yeah. Are you looking outward or inward? Uh, outward. Okay. Make me a perception level five. Oh, wow. Okay. Ah, there it goes. That is a nine, a failure. Okay. You do not see anything that piques your your curiosity or worry is worrisome to you in any way. Mm-hmm. You do notice that Brex, the towering, hulking humanoid with the bits of Numenera and colored yes. helm and massive hammer, is also patrolling around, though seems to be doing so on the outside of the city wall. Okay. Um, first of all, can I set my flex skill since it's a new day? Yes, it's a new day. Set your skill. Deception. Good call. (laughs) (laughs) I want to lie to all the people. Mostly just fine. All right. But cool. I mean, I mean, who knows? Maybe if you lie to Jory, she'll feel better about something. Huh. Mm-hmm. That doesn't sound like me. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Barhura is the one with the comforting all that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually would like, once the sun rises and, like, I've established that she hasn't left the place all night, I'd like to go find Eidos. Sure. Eidos is nowhere outside at the moment. Do I know where they live? 
You do. There is a small building, like a one-room building that is near the center, near the orb that they live in. Cool. I'd like to go there and just basically check in with them about the circumstances of Senthas leaving the settlement. You knock on their door. It's early enough (laughs) that they answer a little groggily. Oh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, Yes, uh, Smallren, how can I help you? Sorry to wake you. Uh, no, it's fine. I wanted to ask. Sentha had said something about having to leave in the morning. Yes, given the circumstances under which she came, I granted her the ability to stay here for the night and rest and recuperate, but I asked that she leave in the morning. That's pretty much it. Would you like me to be the one to remind her of that? Or would you prefer to do it yourself? If she needs reminding, then feel free to do so if you are comfortable with it. Otherwise, I, I hope she'll simply leave of her own accord. Fair enough. I suppose I wanted to know whether you wanted her out. Crack of dawn, you must go, or simply allow her to drift off. I would like her gone before noon. How's that? Perfect. Sorry to wake you. No, it's about time I should be awake anyway. Very well. Uh, I'm going to start my day, I guess. Is there anything else I should know about her? I, She already knows too much. That's usually how she operates. As I said to Nehemiah, it's not what she can do, it's what she knows, but she's very good at finding things out. Having her leave is the best option. That is what I feared, and why I asked her to leave in the morning. I was... I was hopeful that perhaps with a little bit of time we might be able to, though not by my voice, but maybe by yours and Nehemiah's to lead her astray and away from our settlement here. Hopefully that has worked. We'll see. I think I'm going to have a word with Adriel before anything else. I'm sure she's around somewhere, and if you don't find her, she'll find you. I'll let you dress. Thank you. And Smallrin slips away. Yep. Jory! Oh, yes. <laughs> There's no sun <laughs> in an elevator. So you say. <laughs> I am a ray of sunshine, thank you. That oh, is true. Yes, yes. Jory, Facts. the artificial star. <laughs> That's what they call me um, at the pub. Ironically. <laughs> yes. So, so restless in my sleep, crosses, spheres, and tetrahedrons has now become Shapes of the Third Dimension, a investigatory RPG board game. <laughs> I, God, I don't even. We're gonna have to. We're gonna what have to come up with this now. Do with Good. you, Patricia. <laughs> Good, I. Um, okay, but I've, yeah, no, I'm I've down run for out that. Of notebook paper, so it's kind of only <laughs> half done. 
Um, I'm also very hungry. Is this is this the notebook that Smallrin gave you back it's in like a, episode it's three? It's a small notebook in my inventory. <laughs> I'm sorry, my inventory. I'm pretty sure that's the one. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the one that Smallrin gave it is. you. It's I'm it's full. So glad to have been even a small part. Um, of you this cannot hear me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, you're very welcome. Um, so I do have a ration packet that I'm going to investigate because I am very hungry. So I investigate that. It is a small Mm. cube of filling, but bland tasting gelatin. (laughs) I I slop Ah, it. My specialty. (laughs) Tastes like wet cardboard. But it is surprisingly filling as though you've eaten an entire meal. I feel happy, but not too happy. I am very sad that my notebook is out, and so I listen to see. I listen to see. <laughs> <laughs> listen to hear if I can uh, identify any noises in the distance through the door. No discernible okay. noises at this point. I will peek my face out to see if I can um, tell what time of day it is through the um, the the far end. You look through and. At the very far end, where you can see that very small shaft of light at the end mm. of the hallway coming from it. it, it is at least morning. There is at least light coming from there. It is no longer dark. I did not think my hiding place through very well, for I have no place to use the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> there is an entire elevator shaft. <laughs> And you can phase through hard surfaces. Oh, no. Oh, no. That's true. Oh, no. Oh, come on. I mean. I am just pointing out you are sitting. The GM is sitting on top of a giant hole in the ground. Really? I have found myself in the biggest toilet. I, I'm presuming at some point we're going to want to go up and down this shaft to explore. And as amused as I would be, if the whole time people were wondering, what is that smell? Um, <laughs> I, I feel too guilty. I feel too guilty. They've been really nice to us. Um, I'll debate. I'm going to debate. I'm going to use a corner of my notebook and write the pros and cons. <laughs> I'm imagining that at some point you're just going to start scribbling on the walls. True. We're going to come in and there's just going to be like, things everywhere jory it's only been 30 hours <laughs> my blood is just like little writing i've developed my own language <laughs> okay uh i think i'm gonna i'm gonna kind of set myself a plan that um do i have any way of keeping time like any technology you do not have anything like a mm-hmm. watch or anything to that extent. You did turn on your glow glow, but those only last for an hour, so that's well gone out. So no, you don't really have any way of telling exact mm-hmm. time. Um, that, I'm I'm kind of planning in my head when I start to get hungry again, I might risk going out and seeing what's going on. Um. At the very least, uh, doing the same kind of peeking my head out of the the middle of the ground um, and hoping nobody steps on me to look around. So, <laughs> okay, okay. I don't know how long that would take, but 
eventually I will do that. Okay, do you want to do that um, now? You know what, I can. That sounds fine. I'm still hungry. Cardboard gelatin did not really hit the spot very well. Like, I feel fine. Picky, just... picky. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I've got no response. Yes, I'm picky. Um, okay, I'll take a look. All right, you go over and you kind of poke your head oh. up. And this time... You do see a person in the distance. Okay. Probably, it's hard to tell exactly how far. Because this is kind of like a large flat area, maybe about a quarter mm -hmm. mile, so can't tell any details, but you definitely okay. see a person to the north. Okay, to the north person. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to uh, stick my hand out, if I might, um, as I do this, and scoop any mm -hmm. dirt or anything like that I can on top of my head. To camouflage the mound that is my cranium. Sure. Are you? Wait. Did you phase to do this, or did you just poke your head out of the the sink? Oh, good question. Um, I'll wait a bit until I think they're getting closer, and then I'll phase through and do that. So you scoop the dirt first. Yes, sure. Why not? Mm -hmm. You wait about. Oh, incidentally, is uh, Sling still here? No, she's not. Ah, okay. <laughs> I feel abandoned, but it's fine. Um, okay. Uh, you wait about okay. two minutes, and this person has gotten closer, but it seems that they are moving at a very slow pace. They are probably about, say, a thousand feet mm -hmm. off now. You can see a little bit more. It is a barrel-chested individual, very wide shoulders shorter mm -hmm. probably from where you're looking definitely shorter than you other than that they are wearing a neutral colored shirt blue pants it's really all you okay. can see do i recognize any of that uh, ensemble not specifically and they don't have anything in tow not not anything that they are not carrying on okay. their person. Um, I'm going to play it cautious right now, and I'm going to dip back down and okay. scurry back toward my elevator. Okay. You scurry. Okay. <laughs> I will say both Nehemiah and Smallrin at this point, from different vantage points within the settlement, and you can decide where you would be each personally. It is probably mid-morning, and you finally see Sentha open the door to where she was staying, close it behind her, and start making her way towards, at first, towards the outskirts of the settlement on the south side. And mm -hmm. then from there, she starts kind of curving around, going around the edge of the wall to the northwest since it is circular she's just going towards the northwest yeah she so the tenement that she was in was on the north side of the settlement mm -hmm. she went south through the settlement and now is kind of circling around back up north sure gotcha i'd still like to okay. find adriel absolutely i'm going to look into trying to cut her off 
So what I'll do is as she heads around, I'm going to cut into the city and see if I can maybe not head her off, but not be like directly behind her the entire time as I absolutely continue to tail her. Okay, cool. So yeah, I will cut around and uh, see if I can keep an eye on her from like the north gate. Yeah, sure. Is there anything specifically you're watching for or just you want to take I just want to see where she goes. Mm -hmm. She continues around and she passes by the north gate Mm -hmm. and continues around the outside, around the outside, around the outside. Around the outside. (laughs) Of course. Yeah. Continues around the outside of the wall. Do you want to interact at all or are you just watching? I'm just watching at this point. I have nothing to say to this person that wants to take my very good friend away. Right. So I will, you know, Keep. let her continue to, to roam around and, unimpeded. And hopefully she will find this place boring and distressing and leave. <laughs> do you keep yourself hidden or do you kind of just stand there without interacting? I don't hide. Okay. Um. Yeah. No, just... I'm supposed. I'm the one that's supposed to be here. Correct. <laughs> this is my house. So she passes by you, kind of just raises an eyebrow at you, and continues walking. Yep. I just, you know, I'm leaning on the sword spear that's mm-hmm. like embedded in the ground. I just give a nod and continue watching out. Okay. Have I seen any of the hunters as I wander around? You have. You've seen Dio and one of the other hunters. You assume the other two are about somewhere. You just haven't run into them. As I go by Dio, I just kind of give him a nudge, the eyebrow, the the all-knowing eyebrow waggle and head nod and just, you know, keep an eye out. Yep. And he kind of goes the opposite direction you are to see if he can similarly see what she's doing, cut her off at the east entrance. Nice. Good, good. Smallrin, you eventually find Adriel. She is actually sitting on top of the wall. It's not a particularly Mm. tall wall. (laughs) But she's sitting on top of it, looking southward. Not making any attempt to be sneaky because I know it won't work. I just climb up on the wall next to her. It's been a while. Oh, <laughs> I can't remember Adriel's voice now. I, I feel like help. I feel like it was just kind of d- darker my my voice, but a little lower pitch now. I'm trying to trying to remember. Yeah. Sorry. No, it's fine. A little cockier. Yeah. 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 Well, it's been a while since we've talked, hasn't it, Smallrin? A little. I've been off doing things. But, uh, perhaps you've heard we have a visitor. Yes, Dio told me. Have you seen anything? We kept watch as best we could, but I know that You know this place best. She didn't leave. And in fact was exceedingly quiet. That's what worries me. Agreed. I got a little closer. Peeked in the window. Thankfully, I don't think she saw me, to my knowledge. Anyway, she had a a plate, perhaps, that she was looking into and talking at, though I saw her from the wrong angle to be able to look at whatever it was she was gazing into, but 
She was talking at a metal plate. And she's made no attempt to hide it, which is odd to me. She wears it on her belt, but I can see that it's not reflecting what's around her. Perhaps she is banking on the fact that you know she's looking for someone. If you know what her purpose here is, what's the point in hiding the fact? You've already known that she has compatriots somewhere. True. I just want to know what it is she can see. I've encountered ciphers before that allow you to communicate with other people long distances, as well as see things long distance as well. Perhaps this is one of those things. I wouldn't doubt it, but it just... I, I can't shake the feeling that someone else might be watching this place for her. She's been sent to draw us out into activity. That's a possibility. I wonder. So I'm going to interrupt this conversation, Zan, to ask, how much would it mess with everything if Smallrin decided to go with her? Not at all. Cool. I wouldn't have offered it to you as an option if it wasn't at least partially planned for. Excellent. Cool. I just wanted to check. <laughs> She's asked me to join her, offered a ludicrously large cut of a bounty. Are you going to take it? I think I might have to. There's too much we don't know, and I don't trust her to stay gone. Hmm. Do you trust yourself to be able to keep that lie up? She smirks. It's so nice talking to someone who knows when they're asking a silly question. <laughs> I just want to make sure you know what you're in for, though I'm sure you do, since it seems you know this person. Not as well as would be most helpful, but we've worked together before. Then that's enough. Do what you need to do, Smallrin. Well, thank you. And you will keep an eye on them. On your friends? Yes. Of course. All right. I slip away again. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I would, at this point, I'm heading out. I do what I can to go find Sentha, since she promised to speak to sure. me before she left anyway. I will come back to you in mm -hmm. a moment. Uh, Jory, anything else? Um, I'm going to pop my head out again, if I might, please. Mm -hmm. Stealthily or uh, Stealthily. Not? Go ahead and roll me a stealth roll, please. <laughs> and difficulty. Level five. Okay. Uh, speed? Okay. Yes. <sighs> Oh, as bad Ooh. as it can possibly be. Ooh. Yeah, I'm intruded. That's my Wee. kind of luck. Oh, boy. Okay. I stayed hidden for far too long. I forgot what the outside world was like. 
And as you do so, you picked just the wrong time. And that figure that had been approaching from a couple hundred feet <laughs> off is only ten feet away. Well. <laughs> Ooh. Um, I don't greet see... them. <laughs> <laughs> I assume not. You're not going to offer them a beverage? And you... Food. <sighs> you see this, like I said, barrel-chested uh, person, neutral shirt, blue pants. You see a a, a bandolier of various maybe ranged weapons across their chest and a strange looking broadsword strapped to their back. Well, this seems very mercenary-like. And they look down. Well, what have we here? I'm a rock. (laughs) (laughs) Do you say that? (laughs) Roll deception. (laughs) Roll deception. (laughs) (laughs) Like, is that literally what you're saying? Um, you know what? Yes, I've been caught. I'm. I'm going to say I'm a rock. Right then, you're a rock. Sure, yeah. Please get out. I seem to be stuck in the ground. So, deception. <laughs> Give me a second. Okay, what difficulty? That is going to be a level okay. three deception. <laughs> Fail. Sorry. I call shenanigans. <laughs> Get your butt out of the hole. See, or I'll it, force you to. It's much easier to go. Um, to kind of. Nope, uh, that's no, not okay, the right I, answer. I, I drop. I, I go back down. I'm assuming he okay. can't phase through. Nope. <laughs> um, I hit down and I sprint for the elevator. Okay. How close were you to the entrance to the sinkhole? I'm going to say I stopped um, midway from the entrance to the doors to my favorite box. Okay. You you don't hear much then. You just hear your feet hitting the dirt and metal mm-hmm. floor and the labored, panicked breathing in your ears. Okay. And we'll get back to that. Nehemiah. Yes. You look you have been by the north entrance, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. You're looking out, looking out, and after a while you see a figure approaching very slowly. Okay. Neutral shirt, blue pants. And you realize that that person is uncomfortably close to where you know the entrance to that tunnel is. Yep. And you see this person stop, and you hear them yell something. You can't tell the words, but you definitely hear their voice. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you see them kind of like searching all over the ground, looking frantically around them. Hmm. That's weird. (laughs) I don't like that at all. Do I have any allies nearby? There. You see Brex. I uh, wave to Brex. Kind of wave him over. Lumbers over. Hey, B, uh, you know that guy? 
looks out. Doesn't give any response, but mm-hmm. the color on their visor starts shifting a little bit blue instead of violet. Okay. So, here, I'm, man, you're really hard to read. All right. Don't know who that is. I'm guessing that means you don't know who that is. That's what I'm going to take that as. Right. Were you told what was going on here? Uh, thumbs up for yes, thumbs down for no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, cool. We'll go on and check that out. <laughs> you could have given a thumbs up. All right, I mean, I, I good, good on you for reading me, but... All right. Yeah, we ha- head on out. Smallrin, you find Sentha as she curves around to the east gate. Oh, well... I was just about to come find you. I am making my way out soon. I thought you might be. I asked around. I found something last night. And what was that? I pull out once more my giant book of notes. I thought I'd studied all of this, but I found a note that intrigued me. Something about part of the old crew that I hadn't... No. I think I might have to take you up on your offer. Is that true? Absolutely not. Cool. That is going to be a... Was it four? Three? Three or four. I think it was three. All right. Do three. I'm trained in deception. I'm going to... Intellect, I'm assuming. Yes. I'm going to spend for a point of effort. Because you have all the intellect points All ever. of them. Actually, not really, because I didn't sleep, so I didn't regain anything. Oh, you can make recovery mm. This is true. I'm, I'm good for right now. Yes. Plus one damage if I were trying to hurt there anybody. There we go. <laughs> it's a 17. Uh, but you're lying I'm instead. Lying. Lies can hurt, Zan. It's a very good lie. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it, you got me. <laughs> She gives you kind of like a curious look. Well, very well, then. I'm glad to have your company. Is there anything you need to take care of here? Loose ends to tie up, things to gather? Otherwise, I'm planning on heading out. I'm ready to leave. Then by all means, let's make our way out. And she continues, instead of continuing around in the clockwise fashion that she was, she reverses direction and starts going back. And heading north. And I assume you just keep yep. pace. Okay. I'm going to use a GM intrusion here. So. I'll be giving you one experience point uh, for yourself. And one for you to give to someone else. You can also pay me an XP to say, no, I don't want that to happen. Once I give you the description. Okay. As you round the curve of the wall. Sentha. Without warning pushes herself against the wall and drapes an arm like across your chest and pushes you back against the wall too. We need to go the other way now. Right now, move. Go. I which way was she looking when she North. I look north. I glance north quickly before I turn and go the way she's telling me. You see 
a person, you think. And but that's all you see. Okay. So if you want to defy this, you can say no, and I will say, okay, you can, you know, she doesn't do that. Or you can just go with her. I'm going to go with it. I'm trying very hard to make sure she trusts me right now. Okay. So you have that one XP and you can give the other one to someone else. And I would like to give that to Jory. (laughs) I will take all the help Mm -hmm. that I can get. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Things are going well. Okay, you guys circle around again, kind of clockwise around, and it takes you a moment, but you get to the south side of the settlement, and... South? Yes. I thought it was north. You were yeah. north, yes. We were, we yes. were headed oh, okay. north, and then she saw something and turned us around. <clears throat> gotcha, okay. She leads you back through the settlement and to the room that she stayed in. She finds a, a like, a fist-sized, organic, moist-looking blob on the wall. And as you get closer to it, it's speaking. Speaking in her voice. And it is, as you get closer, you can hear it kind of like repeat a couple things it's only about a minute worth of information but it is very quickly rattling off almost every piece of information that you could possibly gather from you nehemiah edos fahura every individual that Santa has actually interacted with as well as all the information that she picked up on jory and like, again, this is bit like rapid fire, just like bullet pointing things out and the defenses of this area. She grabs it off the wall and crushes it under her boot. Is this like something that I recognize? Do I know what this is? Go ahead and roll me intellect level two. Intellect level two. All right. This is a piece of Numenera. Cool. If that wasn't made clear. Success with an eight. You've seen these before. This is called a goss. The user will place this under their tongue. And I know it's fist size right now, but like it, it's smaller oh, okay. at that point. You place it under your tongue and it will cord anything up to a minute. As it records everything you say, at the end of that time, you can place it anywhere you choose. And then for the next day, it will repeat whatever you say in that voice and tone for to anyone who gets within 10 feet of Ooh. it. So cool. And she's just destroyed it? Neat. She's destroyed it. So I take it whoever All that right. was is not a friend. Oh no, they are. Let's go. Following you? And she leads you back, since you guys are already close, leads you back out the north entrance and starts making a beeline for where this person is. Ah. You now see Nehemiah and Brex also making their way out towards this person. We have company. Is there anything I should know? That person is Jehan. They are a number of me- another member of the group of three I mentioned previously. One of three people working on this bounty. And we will protect him at all costs. She keeps walking. 
I follow. She's following behind the two individuals you, you know as Nehemiah and Brax. She, out of her pack, uh, picks up what you recognize as a buzzer and loads five small discs into it and takes aim at Nehemiah's back. Remind me what a buzzer does. A buzzer is a handheld ranged weapon that shoots like thumbnail-sized discs, and it can be rapid fire. Oh, that's exciting. How far behind her am I now? That's up to you. As I'm briskly walking, I'd like to create a deadly poison. Okay. Very well. Is that a thing you should do while you just wander around? (laughs) It takes an action. (laughs) Ah! The way I interpret this is rather than create a deadly poison is that you happen to have poison on you and like you apply it to a weapon kind of thing. Yeah, the way that I picture it is that I have in my pouch little kind of ampules? Is that the word I want? Capsules? Capsules? Um, Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's two different ingredients that when I smash them together along a blade will combine into a poison. Um, oh, nice. Mm-hmm. So like a uh, something inert and a catalyst. Right. That's, that's what I picture when okay. I okay. see it as create. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. So I will spend for that. And I'm going to apply it to my dagger. Okay. Not your forearm blade? No. Nope. Your dagger? I want something with range if I need it. Okay. I will say here, you surreptitiously coat your dagger in this deadly poison and ready yourself. I'm assuming that you don't you don't necessarily hide this. No. Okay, because you guys are going into combat. And you ready yourself. She aims the buzzer at the back of Nehemiah's head and takes a quick Five fire rapid shot. I need every game with the shield. Thank you so much for listening to episode 15 of Imprinted Echoes. If you'd like to follow the podcast on social media, you can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Imprinted Echoes and our website at imprintedechoes.com. On our site, you can find links to the Ghostlight Media merch store, as well as our Patreon if you're able to help us out monetarily. If you've been considering becoming a patron, now is an excellent time to do so. Later on this month, we will be releasing a Patreon-exclusive episode of Imprinted Echoes-related content. So if you're interested in the backstory of some of the show's NPCs, go ahead and check out what the patron tiers have to offer and get access to that episode coming up soon. And in that vein, I'd like to thank our current patrons, Everett, Atan, and Carlin, for their continued support. As always, you can also find our hosts on Twitter, myself at Covered and Sawdust, Chase at TQ Loudly, Rin at Rin underscore Moran, and Bridget at Really Bridget. And of course, be sure to follow our network, Ghostlight Media, at GLM Pods. Thanks once again for listening, and I hope you'll come back in two weeks to hear another episode of Imprinted Echoes. And until then, may your ciphers never malfunction. Imprinted Echoes is produced by Zan Campbell-Johannes and Chase Greenley, and is edited by Pat Mahood. Original show theme music by Justin Longacre. This is a Ghostlight Media production.